0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite all-queer cast Starfinder podcast. I'm Steph, your resident chief medical mystic. We begin on a somber note. Britt has decided to step away from the EQ Point Starfinder podcast. We will miss them, Mordax, and Silverblade very much. We're so grateful for the time that they were with us. Kelrick, Kenny, me, you, and I wish them all the best for the future. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Kelrick and Kenny will be at Emerald City Comic Con on March 15th and 16th. If you see them, say hi. Keep an eye on their Twitter accounts for more information on possible meetups. Wish you could hang out with all of us at a con? Well, if you become a patron on Patreon, you could make that happen. We're grateful to everyone who has already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash points. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. This week on Exquerian's Points, our crew wakes up to a surprise, Angus practices his jumping, and Eos flies on the back of a dragonkin. All this on episode 41, Mountainous Ascent.
1: Greetings, Adventure Hookers, and welcome back to Xquerian's Points, your favorite Starfinder real play podcast. I am your host in GMU, and joining me today is our fabulous cast. We are shuffled around. <laughs> Hi, I am Kenny.
2: I play Absco Cash.
0: Oh, I am Steph, and I play Iostabari.
1: And I'm Kelwick, I play Angus. And our resident medic, Eos Nabari, has a recap on what happened last time. Take it away, Doc.
0: Chief Medical Officer's log. I really don't know how I get myself into these situations, but maybe I shouldn't have listened when the Starfinder said jump. After flying through a windshield and trying to jump 60 feet in the air, Angus and I had a bit of a butting of heads. Is that a weird thing to say about a Noir. Anyway, we had a little disagreement about battle tactics. I got a little heated. Hopefully we can work our way through that. But we did manage to survive our encounter with the Dragonkin. Our mode of transportation did not do so well. It's not exactly my best moment, but occasionally hotheads prevail and even volacas need a minute to go away or they snarl.
3: Can so. I say something real quick that I think is hilarious? Oh, no. I did not realize <laughs> that I had a new stellar re- revelation, which let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> lets <laughs> me fly.
0: We're keeping that in.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. All right. So where we last left off, you were Traveling. Uh, cross Triaxis through the Drake lands, attempting to get to a village to speak to the last of the evening tides. Uh, you are on your way to Sarazonyx speak to the last of the evening tides, and contrary to your guide's advice, you did not take donkeys. Absco had better idea. To him, uh, which, according to him, is the reason for all of your ills. Uh, <laughs> I do not agree. <laughs> no. You were well. You were attacked by a pair of dragonkin riding Riforians, uh, who seemed to be have some sort of uh, link. Uh, you were able to defeat them. As was pointed out, your vehicle did not go so well, except it did act as sort of a tank. It took a lot of HP hits for you, so maybe maybe it worked out quite well. I
3: want to get whatever buff they had the first couple of rounds. <laughs> My.
0: Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was cool. Maybe you should be a dragonkin riding Riforian. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first question that Absco asks is Meek
2: Mech. So, since our ride is busted, do you, can, you, you can
1: fly, right? Absco. <laughs> Meek logical. looks around. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can fly, but. Uh, not sure how y'all expect me to carry all of y'all. <laughs> Do you have any friends?
0: <laughs> Asco. Uh,
1: Please? Well, uh, uh friends is, is a mighty defined word. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know that I would call them so much friends as uh, acquaintances. Uh, it,
2: it just wouldn't work anyway. We'd have to go back to town and
1: we've already come this far oh yeah we're we're about halfway to Seraznik's as it is I mean, you know, kind of kind of past that point and no return as a matter of fact, uh, that point's about six meters that way <laughs> <laughs> it's south
2: <laughs> such an acute sense of direction
1: well i, I am a Drakeland's guide, so uh, I would hope I know which way I'm going after your your grand battle. you all went to sleep in the hotelier, I might add. <laughs>
0: Eos begrudgingly.
1: (laughs) The next morning, as you awake, find that one of the beds is unused, and there's just a little data pad where once there was a Mordax.
2: So which one of us discovered it? I think Eos.
1: Well, it sounds like Eos has discovered
0: this. (laughs) I'm getting volunteered. You
1: know what? No, 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 no. to be fair, Eos strikes me as the kind of, of... Creature that would get up and go for a pre-dawn run. You know, uh, yeah, you, you get up for your early morning routine that the, the military, you, you still live that military life, you know. About an hour before the sun yeah. comes up, it's time to get up and, and start working out, you know, do what you got to do. And you notice uh, Mordax's bed, perfectly made. The data pad with the little blinking light that tells you that there's a message on it. She
0: would go and open it
1: and it quite simply reads, y'all are too crazy for me. Please don't come looking for me.
0: Oh. Well, I can't say I blame her. She have really used her help on those segues though. And um, <clears throat> Eos wouldn't wake anyone up to tell them. Because you know she's processing herself, she may attempt to see if she can catch up with Mordax, or if the snow has made made tracking her impossible.
1: So there is a freshly fallen snow from the night before. In fact, uh, the signs of your battle have almost been completely wiped away. What? But if that you would whole, like, to make like, survival the check crater. <laughs> uh, there, there's just a little dip in the snow now, <laughs> just a little lower there.
0: Maybe I won't suck so bad this time on my survival roll. Nope. I mean, seventeen,
1: 17 and the freshly fallen snow. Uh, you realize quite quickly that there there's no hope in in tracking. Even even with your scent, uh, the the fresh snow is going to cover up anything.
0: Yeah. So she would let them sleep, and when they wake, she would tell them what she discovered and that there's. Just, unfortunately, no way to go after Mordax to change her mind just because they can't track where she went. If the kitchen is, like, fully stocked, which I'm guessing rich people hotelier probably is, Absco and Ingus probably wake up to Eos cooking. Oh. And making food. Oh, that smells really good.
2: Uh, and it's, it's not such
0: beans. A,
2: such a good sleep.
0: Uh, yesterday uh, was really hard. Unfortunately, this morning isn't looking to be any better.
2: I, I don't understand.
0: Um, notice anyone missing. What do you mean? She's about yay high. Where is Mordox? And Eos would um, probably left the data pad, like, uh, if there's, like, a kitchen table kind of deal. Cause it's I your hotelier.
1: Think- it looks yeah. however you want it to look. <laughs> you can have a ballroom in there if you want. Well, it's
0: Angus's hotelier. <laughs> Hotelier.
1: Angus, <laughs> is your hotelier equipped with a kitchen table? Of course
0: it is. So, well, there you go. I mean, come on. I found that data pad on her bed this morning when I got up.
2: Who reaches for it first? Does Absco reach for it first or does Angus?
3: I would definitely reach for it, but would Absco
1: grab it first? <laughs> the two of you reach for the data pad at the exact same time.
2: Oh, I think Absco reaches for it and then. Um, pulls their hand back and like just recognizing that you know the captain's reaching for it oh the captain the captainist i would read it
3: and i would just kind of sit there stunned and look up at eos
0: i i tried going after her it's already snowed and whatever trail she had left is gone
3: i I guess you were right. Yesterday was just too much.
2: Let me see the data pad.
3: I would hand it to you, but I am... Angus is wrecked. Like, just losing
2: another roommate is just a lot. This has to be some sort of mistake. This has to be a Solomon trick. This, there has to be something else going on. And uh, Asko starts
1: trying to hack into the data pad. Okay, let's see that computer's roll. 21. 21. Uh, everything you can find, it looks legit. Find the, the activity log that shows that, uh, yep, the program was open, the message was written out, and it wasn't done remotely.
2: A- Angus? I, I'm sorry. I, I, I should have had more security. I, I should have should have planned better.
3: I, Why don't you both sit down for a minute? I would collapse into a chair and just just stunned and seriously wrecked at the loss. Just like I,
0: I just don't understand. Sometimes you're not going to. It sounds cold, but. People have to make their own choices. And some people aren't designed for combat.
2: She always said we were impulsive. I should have listened.
0: You're not a mind reader, Ebsco. And while yes, I can, I don't try to be invasive with it. She made her choice. It will not be an easy one for any of us to accept, but it it's what she felt she had to do. Okay. We can't waste time thinking about what we could have done differently. There there wasn't the opportunity. Like, And, and she would pause for a minute and you would see her face shift some. Mm-hmm. Because she's trying to find the right words. So you, you may, it, whether or not she fully believes what she's saying or she is saying what the two of you need to hear to help move us forward can be left up to debate. Before she continues, you can't change someone's mind if they've already made it up.
2: I, think, I think I just need time. time. That's and fine. Absco kind of gets up. They shift their their skin a bit. They try to go
1: invisible, and they leave. I think at thirty one, you turn pretty darn invisible. It, it's a lot easier to blend in with the uh, the white snowy yeah. background. And that's right he- here. Woo-wee! <laughs> that breakfast smelling dang good. And as you turn around, you see Meek poking around, looking and go, well, where's the beans? Well, you can bring yours in if you'd like. First no donkeys, now no beans. This is like y'all ain't never been camping before.
0: My life was pretty much camping back <laughs> on my homeworld.
1: Well, you should know how to cook beans. <laughs> I do, and I'll make some later.
3: And I guess abruptly stands up and just walks out of the hotelier.
1: Mm. Looks like Captain says it's time to get going. It's been an interesting morning, Meek think I think we can kind of shift gears. And so, with all of the awkwardness of the morning hanging over you, you pack up the hotelier, set off.
3: Question. So, since the thing's wrecked, do I need to do an engineering check to break off? Each, so everyone has their own.
1: Oh my gosh, are we gonna go segway traveling across this land? <laughs> well, that's
3: give me the an engineering
1: way. check. Just, just, <laughs> just give me an engineering check. Checks are fun, and right? Angus is
3: not bad
1: at engineering. It's
0: just, it's no, that's not
1: a twenty.
3: It's
0: not. It's not my my response is not to Angus. It's just the idea of them segueing
1: through. <laughs> yeah, forest. But at least we.
0: They're basically Wisco- northern Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: The segways are technically functional. It's it's just going to be your you, by the time you're done, you're probably going to be wishing you'd taken the donkeys. Fair,
3: no protection from the weather. Angus and I think Eos are just fine. And,
1: and and they kind of jerk and and like wobble now, so you're like getting all shaken up and starting to feel a little nauseous. <laughs> Got to stop every couple miles and just, oh, oh, hold on. Okay, we can go. Yeah, I think
2: whatever thermal suit that Absco has on, like, again, they kind of look like a snowman. Like, so they're just like kind of on this segue, just looking miserable.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I want part of this so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so you travel through the Drake lands with the Parapet Mountains to your east a path that that brings you closer and closer as they begin to loom over you uh, within a couple days. Find yourself in the foothills, parapets, and you can see the the smoke rising from a a village up on the peaks as Meek Meek looks around and goes, Well, uh, normally, this is where the donkeys really come in handy. I don't think them segues is going to make it up there. I can fly, of course, but... uh, I don't know what y'all gonna do.
2: Wasn't there a footpath?
1: Well, it, it, it's not really a, a great footpath. Uh, probably gonna have to do some climbing.
0: If the donkeys are able to walk it, we should as well.
1: He shrugs. Suit yourself. How and high he up is He shows you it? the little narrow icy path, missing chunks that winds its way up the mountain.
0: You were saying, Calric?
1: Um, how high up is
3: this path? Like how?
1: Oh, well, this uh, this path, it, it goes all the way up to the peak. Uh, that's probably about, uh, you yeah, know, 14,000 feet above sea level. What that's f- all right. You ain't got to climb that far. <laughs> They're only about 12,000 feet up. What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> he shrugs and just kind of flutters his wings a little bit. Meek, Meek. Hmm? I think we've suffered from
3: a lack of communication on what we should be expecting for this travel.
2: There's nothing we can do about it now. Let's just try to make the best of it and move forward. Okay. Do we need to do, like, survival checks?
1: Oh, we will need, just a second here, I want to check your your skills sheet to make sure it's not its own thing. Nope, that will be athletics. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's just to avoid falling. How's uh, twenty-four. You, do you? acrobatics instead. You know what? I will allow it. Oh my oh god! No! <laughs> <laughs> can,
2: can oh, a I natural one.
0: Oh, a <laughs> natural one.
2: Oh, Absco's not
1: having a good day. He's a little distracted. Absco, Great this day. is the most miserable thing you have ever had to do. Well, Absco, of course you roll a natural one to climb the. 12,000 foot high mountain.
0: Like is, it, is there some point you know, where Absco like, ends up on Eos's back?
1: <laughs> oh, probably. Like I, Eos, would you like to would you like to roll a reflex save to catch Absco as Absco slips and begins to go over the side of the mountain? And Absco, would you like to roll a reflex save to catch yourself? Gratefully.
0: <laughs> oh, I got an 11. <laughs> Ouch. I got
2: a
1: 16. Oh, that wait, that's fortitude. Fortitude save. <laughs> a 26. There you go. All right, so so I, I feel like Absco has one of those moments where they slip, mm-hmm. and they're completely, they're going over the edge. Like, everyone sees it, it happens in slow motion, and then at the last second, their fingertips just, like, grip the edge.
2: I, I, it's I imagine like, it's actually, like, like, Absco slipping backwards, and then they, like, launch their hand out with their abnormally long-ass arms. Uh, Eos is in front of them, so, like, they grab onto, like, a carabiner that's on their back belt loop. Or something, <laughs> and it's just like dangling over the edge. A <laughs> uh, little help. Angus would be coming up from
3: behind. And
1: what do I need to roll
3: something to grab? Or
1: I think. Well, well, very first, I need your athletics check to see how well you've been do- you've been doing climbing this uh, this mountain.
3: All right, I have a I don't know how to say this. Celanty? It's a theme feature. Once per day before I roll a skill check, I can gain a plus two bonus. So I will do that.
1: Okay. I don't even know what it is. It's. <laughs> That's
3: going to give me a 29. Yep. Angus, this is no problem for you. And so I would basically just come up from behind and just scoop Absco right back onto the trail. Absco, can we please be more careful? I really can't afford to lose anyone else today. I can't take it.
2: Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm trying. The suit is unwieldy.
3: So is this something where Angus could <laughs> use their new stellar re- revelation to fly in short bursts up,
1: carrying... How far can you fly in, this, in a round? Uh, 40 feet. I mean, you can move faster by leaping and perhaps... Flying, but it's it, it, every every six seconds you get forty feet and have to be in contact with the ground. So you're basically mm-hmm. playing a great big leapfrog. Yes. So, yeah, you could move probably. Well, everyone else's move speed being what about thirty? Well, um, mine <laughs> is fifty at this point. <laughs> well, fifty.
3: Well, and my thought is, Asko could ride on <laughs> Meek Mac and the other person. Have you seen God of War?
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. The kid jumps on the back
3: and holds on. Have that be the thing as Angus is jumping using their Solarian power to just keep.
2: <laughs> this is <laughs> in respect to Absco's non binary nature. They become boy.
1: <laughs> for, for today, Absco we'll just, we'll just boy. call them kid. Kid. Yeah. You know what? I think that sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> This
2: is so embarrassing. <laughs>
1: that Ab-score. is why I think it sounds like an excellent idea.
3: <laughs> Abskull, is it better than falling off the cliff? Think about this. Fucking. <laughs> <sighs> Meek Mac, we need you to give Eos here a ride and I'll take care of Abskull. Cold ass roughing it.
2: <laughs> Gotta wear this goddamn Well. Suit. And holding the... All, All right. Guess we can do that. I imagine, like, the Uh, hotelier is, like, one of those little, like,
1: technical (laughs) (laughs) tic-tacs.
3: It's whatever we say it is.
1: It is. (laughs) Uh, Eos, ma'am, you ever ridden a a dragon before or or one of anything like that?
0: I've ridden a horse before. (laughs) Well. I'm not comparing the two, but nothing. uh,
1: It's it's not all that much different, except. There ain't no ground under you. I mean, there is ground under you, but uh, it is a long, long way. So so you really need to hold on.
0: I think I can manage that.
1: All right. Off you blast. I just had this sudden idea of, of Eos looking like a dog with its head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is cool.
3: <laughs>
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah.
1: She's having a ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, the wind is rushing by. Your ears are flapping in the wind. Your, 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 your uh, jowls just flutter a little bit. <laughs> it's amazing. See? Cold wind just rushing past your face. All right, so Eos gets blasted up to the top of this mountain while Angus jumps good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> With kid on their back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, could Needless he not to say.
2: jostle so much. Fuck.
1: <laughs> Eos and Meek Mech are going to arrive first. <laughs> uh, I can. In fact, means I move eighty feet at a time. <laughs> can you can you do that jump twice? Yes. In a, I, in a round, technically. Uh, the yeah, it's as a move action. Yeah, I guess you could double double jump. Okay, there you go. Oh, and actually, um, goes up
3: ten feet if I'm attuned. <laughs>
1: Ooh, check you out. So, so you are what? That's attuned
3: a graviton. Uh, it just says attuned. It doesn't say whether it's graviton or.
1: Uh, it's a graviton revelation. Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, you're 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 this this black sparkly noir yeah. is is jumping up the path forty feet at a time, just doing 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 doing.
2: With what looks like a marshmallow on his back. <laughs>
3: Yeah, fifty yes. feet, and so it's a hundred feet per move. Okay. Turn. yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm booking it. You're moving pretty fast, uh, but so shortest distance two points being a straight line, and uh, so on, so forth. Matter of fact, let's see. If we're going to get into that, oh no! <laughs> You're gonna bring uh, math if, into this. If I'm going. really <laughs> want to know who gets there first. Uh, <laughs> quick.
0: Uh, I'm just having an Emperor's New Groove
1: moment. Yeah, uh, a dragonkin has a fly speed of 120 feet, so mm, just beats me, <laughs> just barely. Uh, okay, and, uh, so they no, 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 because they're for... 240 feet, serving. double move. Oh. awesome! <laughs> but then we have to take into consideration that they're actually ascending and they're blah 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 blah. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> they, they'll 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 get their... What's the gravity like About half climax. an hour before, like if you peek over the edge. You can see the, the, the black and white streak jumping around on the mountain, on the switchback, back and forth. And
2: coming up the mountain. <laughs> Every once in a while you hear like a,
1: fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you land in front of, assuming, looking cave. There are various holes higher up in the mountain where uh, smoke is pouring out from what appear to be chimneys. Meek Meek just kind of takes a look down and looks at you as well, you want to head in, or uh you waiting on them?
0: Eh, they're not too far behind, but... Because you said it's only like a 20-foot difference, so I imagine in the time... Yeah, they're, they're not
1: too far down. behind. Uh, yeah. A couple minutes. Yeah. Then again, 14,000 feet is a long way to go. <laughs> it is. <Yeah. laughs> I think really she is. could
0: just use a second to just be on the ground. Not that it wasn't fun, but just pause on the ground. Very ah, <laughs> right, good. Pause. Oh. <laughs> nice. Pause. <laughs>
1: all right. Terrible. So Angus and Absco, you come bouncing up to where Eos and and Meekmek are standing on the ledge outside of unassuming looking cave. A large cave entrance. I think Absco gets off
2: and finds a bush and vomits. <laughs> and Ang just
3: crouches down on their knees and is just like,
2: <sighs>
3: okay. <sighs> if we can avoid it, okay? we're okay. never doing this again. I'm not letting you fall, so shut up.
2: <sighs> you shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an old married couple. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean,
0: I know. That's what
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> I wonder epic. where that came from. I know. <laughs> All right. So let's make my
3: head in, so we can oh, go. It's, okay, moving. Oh, I I just put my hand on Eos's shoulder and like, okay, let's, and start walking in.
1: You enter the cave, wherein it is... Yes, pitch black.
3: Ooh. Meek, meek is there something we need to be aware of here? Because this is this is a really interesting path you're taking on us on.
1: Oh, this is the entrance to Saraznik's. This is where you wanted to go, right? Why is it so dark? Oh, I forgot. Y'all can't see in the dark, can you? No. Nope. I can see a little. Oh, no, we see this. This ain't no problem for none of us. It, I can see y'all stand there like it's broad daylight.
2: Uh, it's almost as if you grew up here.
1: Oh, no, I didn't grow up here. I grew up down south ways, out <laughs> near the Death Hinge Mountains. Well, Great. Just get us through. We're- <laughs> Let's just, oh my gosh, get us through. He shrugs. And he... Goes up to where the path turns and just gestures you down. On we go. Yep. As you turn the corner, the somewhat narrow cavernway or, or uh, cave here opens up into this huge cave. I mean, this this cavern, the, the top's probably another thousand feet up. And there are buildings, streetlights, and... What looks suspiciously like civilization—a <laughs> whole city. Oh, wow! Here, a whole small town here in this it, inside of this uh, this mountain. As well, uh, this here's uh, the city square. Oh,
3: that's unexpected. And I just look at Eos and Ab- Absco, and I'm like, but I didn't expect it to. This is a little outside of what we've been exposed to so far." So where would we go find these evening tide peoples?
1: And that is when you notice the dragonkin who is uh, right near the entrance to the cave, wearing a great big cowboy hat, <laughs> big old cowboy boots. Who comes strutting up and goes, "Well, howdy do? Well, welcome to Saral's Nicks. Y'all look like y'all new to town." Yes. Would you rather stand out? Hey, yeah, ain't every day we get strangers like y'all around here. Uh, y'all from Skyfire Mandate? What's that? <laughs> is that something we would know? You know, uh, Skyfire Mandate. Uh, well, give me a culture check. See yeah. what, if f- anyone paid enough attention to know what the <laughs> heck is going on. Well, a lot's been going on. 30! Uh, okay, Absco, you for sure know all about the Skyfire Mandate. It's uh, an alliance of Dragonkin and riforians. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one of the major political forces yeah. here. Uh, and, and in fact, when you were doing all of your studying up on Tri-Axis, you remembered that uh, Cirozenix has a, a good alliance with the Skyfire mandate. Mm-hmm. and very good relations with them.
0: Okay. Dot, dot, dot.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it's like,
1: we aren't with them. Oh! So I he ain't here to see the queen. Well, who's we the queen? We are looking
0: for someone named Even Evening Tide. Yes. And I'm not quite sure if that's your queen or...
1: Oh, no. Uh, the face kind of tightens up a little bit and he goes, well, uh, dang, yeah, y'all y'all showed up at the absolute wrong time, I'm afraid. Uh,
3: oh, no. And why
1: is that friend? Well, last of the Evening Tides just, just died last night excuse me yeah Uh, no uh, terrible accident one of the caverns uh, collapsed Crushed lady evening tide.
2: that is quite unfortunate
0: are we able to pay our respects
1: well she's been entombed already uh i suppose if you wanted to go visit it you, you could uh, are are y'all family? We're I acquainted. look over it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> I, I I'm acquainted with an Evelyn Evening Tide.
1: Hmm. Uh, Evelyn. To find well, her. we were led here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I heard Evelyn was a family name. Well. <sighs> yeah. Here. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll I'll show you where where the tomb is. Thank you. And what's your name, friend? Was, my name. Is Mechmeek.
3: <laughs> oh, so speaking of Meek Meek, thank you so much for for guiding us up here.
1: Now, if do you I- don't mind, I'm going to go have me a couple of drinks. Okay, goodbye. Thank you. And and, and he looks over <laughs> at uh, Meek Meek and goes, "Would you believe they didn't even want to take the donkeys?" Meek Meek kind of looks at you. Why wouldn't you take the donkeys? It's a the long f- story. We it is very a very long story. At any rate. Huh. It's All right. a mistake. We own it.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please lead on.
1: Lead you through the city, and there's there's a lot of dragonkin here. Just looking around, you can guess population's probably, you know, just in this one chamber, probably a couple thousand. Ooh. Wow. And people are, are waving to you, dipping their hats, welcoming you to... to Stras- Eos would just kind of...
0: React in kind. If anyone is acknowledging them, she would.
1: Oh yeah, howdy falling into old do. Cabins, you know. do? Yep. Nice to see you. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> They're very friendly here.
0: They are. She she may also be making sure no one is kind of you know just kind of gauging the interest as well. Even though everybody seems friendly, they did find silver dragon scales, so you know she's being on the left. Uh, yeah,
1: the the majority of the dragons that you of the dragonkin that you see here have gold scales. Mm. Okay. But you do see uh a number of brass, bronze as well as uh, a few silver dragonkin.
3: Cool. Do we see any snowflakes? Obscure. Yes. Keep looking for the snowflakes as we walk
2: through. Yeah, as we kind of make it through the town. Where exactly are we headed? The
1: yeah. memorial. Yeah, y'all are headed to the graveyard. Graveyard. All right. Yeah, as we move along, Absco definitely keeps an eye out. Well, twenty-seven, and most definitely see. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, we had another natural one from Eos.
1: That's hilarious. Ugh. <laughs> Get them. Natural... Eos, I feel like you're quite distracted. <laughs> Eos is stuck. With Which is why of the you do not see the great big snowflake on the tomb <laughs> marked evening tide. Well, there you go. Um, Y'all want to pay your respects. And and he just kind of stops and goes, I'll be. He walks over and just barely touches the door and it swings open. Who could be in here? I was sure this was locked up when I last came by.
0: Can I do another perception check? (laughs) Yeah. Because, well, and I also want to use her um, heat vision. To see if she picks anything up on that regard. Oh, nice! Oh, Twenty-eight this time. All for right.
1: You can see number of heat signatures on the ground. They're fading, though. Several creatures have just walked through here. They are not dragonkin sized.
0: Are they bigger? Smaller?
1: Smaller, much smaller.
0: Okay. Well, whoever they are, they just got here. Their footsteps are still warm on the ground. I imagine when she uses the um heat vision, her eyes change from their normal like blue to probably like a red or maybe an orange.
1: Nice. Can you tell us for green? I I think I think like IR green.
0: Nice. Yeah, there yeah. we go.
3: <laughs> Can you tell how many there are?
0: Can I? A uh, survival check. 17. So this is a many. This is all. All the footprints. <laughs> but how many of them were still warm?
3: Can you tell how, can you tell, do you recognize the
1: species? You would guess, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's see. With your 28 perception, 17 survival. There are several. Perhaps as many as a dozen. Still had so only about creatures. half of them are warm. Okay. And, uh... Meek. <laughs> <laughs> I just have the same thing in my
3: head.
0: I apologize, friend. <laughs> I have ocular augments that allow me to see things a little differently. I thought they well, would no, be rather
1: that, obvious. That's not right. See, ain't nobody supposed to go in there for several days, at least. Well, actually, shouldn't nobody be going in there at all, because... Ain't nobody else to bury in there. Oh, well,
0: there are about six beings that are small, slightly—you know—smaller than a dragon can. Who think otherwise?
1: Uh, listen. Uh, I—I I know this is kind of unusual, but uh, see, it, it would be completely wrong for me to go in there. It would be desecrating the the final resting place of the the evening tides. Uh. Y'all don't think that maybe, you know, since y'all ain't dragonkin, you can maybe... Go uh, inside? Nose around a bit, so to speak.
3: I think Cangus <laughs> would pull out the the snowflake medallion they have and show it
1: to <laughs> Mechmeek. Uh, what you doing walking around with the Evening Tide family crest? We've been given permission to,
3: to come here and interact with the Evening Tide. So I think this is definitely within our purview
0: <laughs> GM roll all
1: right just just random GM roll <laughs> yeah don't worry about those <laughs>
0: <I was laughs> gonna, Just GM got a 15
1: <laughs> GM rolled a 15 well I suppose I mean uh it is highly irregular but I I did just kind of ask you to do it I guess so uh yeah I have please
2: I I know you're asking us, but are there any specific things we should avoid? Anything we should know about?
0: Just so that we can identify if anything is out of place or not accidentally disturb anything that should be left better left alone.
1: Well, uh, if there's anybody in there, they ain't supposed to be. Okay. So Fair if enough. anything moves, uh, yeah. it probably shouldn't be there.
0: We wanted to ensure that we were respecting any kind of death rituals that your people may have in place, other than the beings that are not supposed to be there.
1: Well, I mean, don't be like burning up the bodies or nothing.
0: Fair point. Uh,
1: awesome. I know how you adventurer types are. Fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um
2: the other thing is, is that we're not from this planet. I don't know if you can tell. But, um, are there any creatures that are around that we should be aware of? Well, uh... No.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough.
3: All right.
0: Let's move in while
3: the, I mean,
1: while you you, you might want to shake out your boots at the beginning of the day, you know, make sure there ain't no rattlesnakes in them. Mechmeek, Mech, if you can watch the door for anyone coming out,
3: we we're just gonna go in. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. Heos, I'll go in first. And do you want to go come before or after Absco? What's the order? You're gonna. I think
0: with Absco's stealth ability, the two of us should go first. Just because we would create a bigger shield for them to Then gain a better vantage point. That's Agree, fine. And
1: we'll head in. Okay.
0: Look at us doing
1: tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Look at y'all being adventurers. And learn. So you enter the Tomb of the Evening Tides. All around, you see a snowflake symbol frosted over, uh, I guess like beers or, or coffins, you know, the the little niches that they would be buried in are ju- are covered by this completely clear ice.
0: Can I do a mysticism check? Yeah, because I feel like a uh, detect magic would be a little pointless. Twenty. Okay. I just want to well, see yeah, if I it's recognize. Definitely magic. Yeah, I want to see if I recognize like Eve or possibly. um Meek Meek,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the kind of magic signature they have because I have uh, a theory.
1: <laughs> there is a particular sort of nuance to it, especially early in the tomb. But as you push forward a little bit further, uh, it starts to, to change a little bit as, as the ice begins to be frostier, harder to see through and just not as clean and pure a magic as the earlier ones were, almost as though the the tradition was being watered down or uh, it's just not quite as powerful. As you move, walls covered in a sort of silvery substance that reflects the light casting everything in there in this soft, almost moonlight glow. Give me perception checks. on it. Yep.
0: <laughs> and Eos would still probably be toggling through with her. Oh, God.
1: Yep.
3: Well, we suck. <clears throat> yep, we're all distracted. Angus comes wow. in at the highest 11, of 16. 16.
1: <laughs> well.
0: Perception's supposed to be my skill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, then... And you said Absco and EOS were in front as marching order, with Angus behind. Yes. No, the reverse. Uh,
0: oh, the reverse. Okay. And Angus,
1: yeah. Angus, Angus and
0: Eos. EOS are in the front, with okay. Absco in the back.
1: Yep. All right. Uh, set your marching order as you enter this room, please.
0: Looks about right to me.
1: Yeah. All right. You are caught completely unawares. Perfect. As a, here is the discharge of what you recognize as zero pistol. Ooh. Oh bitch. And a second one. And a third one. Oh. Oh. So the first two miss, but the third one strikes EOS, doing Ooh. 18 damage and staggering you as you are hit with <clears throat> frosty cold that ices your bones. Please roll initiatives.
3: Goodness!
1: And now, <laughs> hey, is my natural around.
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a seven. That's oh, <laughs> a seven.
1: Oh, wow, y'all. None of really us want
0: to this fight. fight. These things. that? No. But
1: happening? I still
0: end up going first.
1: <laughs> you realize that there are three beings in this room wearing hooded cloaks that hide their face. Here should not have come here. Round one. Bite. Right.
0: <laughs>
3: well, I, I would say that you're the ones who shouldn't be here.
2: Yves, are you okay?
0: I'll be alright. And um, as her first action, I believe I can use the lesser remove condition to get rid of
1: the staggered. Well, that was a surprise round because you all failed your perception checks. Yeah. And they rolled higher than you in the initiative, so they get to go now. Of course they did. Yeah. Right. And if so there's out. a shot fired at Angus, which you're able to dodge. Woo-hoo. And then a shot fired at Absco, which Absco is able to dodge. And we'll have another shot at Angus. Why not? There's oh the nat goodness. 20 hit. Oh. No fantasy ground. Yep. Why do you hate me? doing 15 damage and staggering you. Now, you are staggered for one round, which means, and I'm going to double check, uh, because it should be, if I'm not mistaken, that you only have a single move action for the turn. Staggered, you can take a single move or standard each round, but not both. Okay, so you you can take a single action and- No no fold. Yes, your lesser remove condition should be able to take care of that.
0: Okay. But it's going to take
1: up your turn, which you're just staggered for one turn anyway.
0: So I am going to cast it on Angus. So what that'll look like, Eos will reach over, and since they're close enough, put her hand on Angus's shoulder. This should help and remove.
1: As uh, Eos puts her hand on your shoulder, Angus, uh, you feel the chill. Leave your bones. You are no longer staggered. Excellent.
3: Angus's whole body will just kind of shiver and shake it off. Thank you, Yus. Let's get down to business. And it is your turn. I am going to definitely can't think of what I'm doing. What is it called? A tune? Attune to <laughs> Photon. I'm gonna photon a tune. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. And then I'm going to use blazing orbit to leave a fire trail behind me as i stellar rush okay well then and i am using excellent stellar rush
1: as so combat action to okay stellar rush is, is a standard Mm-hmm.
3: i am going to give so the position the northmost attacker i am going to give them mm-hmm. i guess an attack of opportunity as I run through because it should be one. Uh,
1: yes but you gain concealment from that perfect which means if it's concealment that's 20% chance to miss Mm -hmm. even if they hit Uh, and actually no you will not because they all have ranged weapons out
3: and I am not going to end the bull rush to push them but instead end it with the attack option
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Alright, and I am going
3: to uh twenty-eight.
1: Hey, twenty-eight
3: will indeed hit. EOS, get a load of this new power. And I will draw in all of these pink sparkles and just Almost like blast forward, leaving this fire trail behind me. Come right up to this, the furthest most attacker, and then just hit them in the face for 21 damage.
1: 21 damage? You smack this hooded robed figure in the face, and they cry out in pain. I told you, you're the ones who should not be here.
2: Absco. Yeah, Absco as... Angus leaves, down the trail of fire, um, uh, says, you know, you won't ever see this coming, and <laughs> moves uh, across the map to the other side of the southmost cultist, okay. and Hey, give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> As they're moving, they're trying to sense what's going on around them.
3: There's one of those plant things you like to throw at us that like, has the gnarly face that wants to eat us. Yeah,
1: uh, 24. Okay, a 24 will do it as... Let me find my button. That one, and that one, and that one. Uh-oh. Cool. That
0: doesn't sound good.
1: Three that ones. You hear from the chamber to the south of you, uh, and the shuffling of feet. (laughs) Oh, God.
2: So after my quip and moving across the room... I speak lower into my comms. There's more to the other chamber. Uh, let's take care of these, and then we'll focus on what's there. Um, so as they're moving, they kind of stealth to do their trick attack, which is 22. I doubt that these are CO2s. <laughs> I don't think. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And so um, there's their skin flashes and kind of a variety of colors as they are distracted by the other noises.
1: Uh, okay. Well, yeah, the, uh, the sounds
2: have distracted you as your shot just bounces. Can I like out. is there is there like I want to say like Absco probably trips on something or like as they're moving across the room there's just something there that they mm-hmm. don't see.
1: You know what? Yes. Yes, you do trip over something. You're too worried about the uh the other sounds to know what it is. Okay. Something kind of catches your feet and makes you makes you trip. Cool. All right. Well, I think Uh, The northernmost Cult Initiate, Cult Initiate 1, they are going to draw... No, they're going to move up against the the wall up near one of the tombs to the north and take another shot at Eos. 24 hits, Oof. doing 9 damage. All right, the one that Angus just smacked in the face. They are going to draw their survival knife. Question. Yes.
0: I have a cold resistance of plus five.
1: Oh. Okay. The damage. Because if they
0: use the frost pistol of both of them.
1: Mm hmm. So you should have 10 more SP back, which I can do. Uh, But they're going to, this uh, cultist is going to draw their survival knife. Five foot step to the north and slash out at Angus with a natural one. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, it, it's just this kind of half-hearted stab. Like you've you've scared them. You you can tell that you've really messed up their face. They're having trouble uh, realizing where you are exactly. And where do you think you're going? And there we go. Stumbling out of the darkness. Oh boy. Oh, zombie as it's dagger's up to absco. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, cult initiate 7 is also going to draw their survival knife and since they are now flanking angus, they're Dang going it. to attack. Ooh. 27 mid, 27.
3: Ooh. Oh yeah, my armor my AC is my KAC is 28.
1: <laughs> well, barely. Look at you. All right, hang on just a second. I got to look at some stuff. <laughs> There's another zambi coming up from the southern chamber. Well, don't worry about the invisible actors. <laughs> oh joy. Eh, you know, zambies. <laughs> Adios. Wonderful, and now the zombie is that close to me. And that
3: fire is gone at this point. Yeah. I'm yes. Deleted though. Fuego
1: has disappeared. <laughs>
2: oh.
3: Perfect.
1: Aww. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. I just made myself sad. <laughs> All right, Eos, zombies are staggering up from the southern chamber.
0: Yeah. Kind of puts a damper on what I was going to try and do, but okay. Going for the combat. So Eos is going to, damn it.
3: Eos, who's more important? the These ones who are shooting at us or these zombies? I don't know anything about them.
0: Okay. I am going to move a bit closer to all of them and do something a little bit wild.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Love it when players do something a little bit wild. What you got?
0: I'm going to cast Zone of Truth.
1: Oh. All right. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Somebody says, so you are right. casting.
0: <laughs> we
1: don't know what's going rain.
0: on. So we can make them talk because that means for the duration, if they fail their will saves, they can't mm-hmm. lie to us.
2: But that's sure.
1: only if they choose to uh-huh. talk.
0: <laughs> they had um, no problem continuing to repeat, you're not supposed to be here.
1: Would you okay. like to make a concentration check to avoid provoking an attack of opportunity since... The one you're next to has their knife out (laughs) casting right next to them. Yes. All right.
0: As a 26. 26,
1: You cast defensively. They are unable to find an opening to strike at you. And you cast Zone of Truth. Uh, How big is the...
0: 20 feet.
1: 20 foot. In a spot that will
0: encompass all three of them.
1: Okay. You cast Zone of Truth.
0: If it works, going away from the fire motif, and they and only one of them saves, Emmett.
1: or uh, w- only one of them fails their save. Yeah, the other yeah. two saved.
0: The other two saved. That's okay. Although to
1: be fair, to be fair, zombie has to roll too. The zombies. <laughs> <finished>.
0: <laughs> right. So it would probably look like a sound wave coming off of her and forming a circle.
3: Do I have to, to go well safe?
0: Technically, you are within Dad. the...
3: Oh, Ooh. we'll take that next one. I will tell the truth. Way to get my, <laughs>
1: my thing. Yes, <laughs> Angus is completely incapable of lying. Why shouldn't we okay. be here?
0: All right. If you want to get information out of them, Angus, now's the time. At least one of them has to tell the truth. I definitely
1: want to know what's going on.
0: And you do as well. I'm sorry. That's okay.
1: I don't have anything to hide. All right, yeah. The one from the north responds, because we were expecting you. And then, like, you see it kind of (laughs) jerk, like, and the other two slam their heads around.
2: Mark, we weren't supposed to tell them. (laughs) (laughs) Who sent you?
1: I will say, as
3: I take full attack on this one who is between just... Not between Eos and I. We don't have Flanking, but who's
1: just yep, out of Yep, I gotcha. Hands. Yep. A full attack <laughs> as you ask, who sent you? And begin attempting to cut their head off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is two hits with a 28 and a 30. Ooh, 35 damage in one round. And second level attunement. As Cult Initiate 7 is looking much the worse for wear. Absco. Absco's going to.
0: They never answered Angus's question.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't.
0: Initiate <laughs> one did not. <laughs> okay, that was pointedly they didn't answer.
1: They they didn't. I decided that they didn't realize they failed their save. Hmm. And so went to say something, and then that came out, and they, they realized, well, okay, hold on. I'm going to be fair. <laughs> really, really fair here. Do they have. Pretty sure they will know what's going on. Yeah, 18's 18's enough for them to uh, recognize the spell that has been cast. Damn it! So that that initiate is aware that they are within a zone of truth.
2: So Absco looks at the zombie that's in front of them um, and says, wait right here for me, okay? Uses (laughs) uncanny mobility to use their standard move action to move across to uh, the one flanking. So, it doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity from the one. Um, and then targets this one for an attack with their boop, boop, boop. survival knife.
1: Okay. So, uh, Absco, you're using your uncanny mobility, pulling out your survival knife and getting ready to shove it in there in between their shoulder blades or something.
2: Yeah. When someone asks you a question, you should answer for seven points of damage. Yeah, yeah. so Absco has their survival knife out and kind
1: of just, like, stabs it into their abdomen. All right. And that is all the time we have for today. So for experience points, I am your host and GM, Miu. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at MiuPlaysGames.
2: I am Kenny. You can find me on the Twitter at PunderDrone.
0: Sorry, I am Steph. You can find me on Twitter at
1: Lunastarwind.
3: And I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at EQPoints or at Cormelon, my personal account.
1: And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more Starfinder podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are five friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we've created, then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network q Manera releases every other Friday, with Calric as GM for this adventure utilizing Numenera, a system by Monty Cook Games. This homebrew campaign is set in the distant future. Our three explorers are following the commands of the Order of Truth to help people gather information and retrieve some unusual items. What could possibly go wrong? We would like to thank everyone who tuned in on Monday for our session two of Pun Times. We had a great time running away from our killer during our game of Slasher from Higher Grounds games. Don't worry if you weren't able to catch us live. You can catch the session on demand on the Experience Points Twitch. And coming at the end of April, the campaign will be released as a monthly podcast. Stay up to date on all three Experience Points Network podcasts at Experience Points on Twitter and on experiencepoints.com. Pardon our dust as Kenny continues updating the website. Until next time, Adventure Hookers!